Hey everyone, this is Jason Schappert, and you're listening to the Private Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Hey everyone, Jason Schappert here of M0A.com. Thanks for listening to the Private Pilot Podcast. This episode of the Private Pilot Podcast is brought to you by GroundSchoolAcademy.com, our number one rated online ground school. Pass your check ride or we'll pay for it. As an online ground school gold member, you get access to our written test prep, mock check rides, weekly live workshop webinars with myself, live mock check rides with myself, as well as over 300 uh, 4K, that's ultra high def videos for you guys to enjoy. You think our YouTube videos are good, wait till you see inside of the online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Today's topic is overcoming plateaus in your flight training. And we have to understand that these plateaus are going to happen. Oftentimes, you you really hit the ground running your training. Everything is looking so great. It couldn't be going any better. And all of a sudden, you're think you're close to solo, and your instructor hints at soloing, but you kind of keep doing laps around the pattern, and you wonder, why am I not being soloed? You hit this pre-solo plateau, and then you finally do get to solo. And then, man, it's often running with cross countries and this and that. And then a lot of times there's another plateau before solo cross countries. And there's almost always a plateau before the check ride. Before the solo and before the check ride are the two most common areas that I see these plateaus happen in. And you know what? Plateaus are naturally occurring in our flight training. Sometimes they're induced by ourselves. Sometimes we induce them. Sometimes we, as flight instructors, induce them upon our students, not intentionally. But we hit these plateaus, and it's important for us to know as student pilots, and we're all student pilots, it's important for us to know how to overcome them. One of the most common reasons I see students hit a plateau is their failure to get on a regular flight training schedule. When I take a student on, and very rarely do I take a student on, and those that I do take on are already booked well through, uh, I want to say our waiting list is two years now. I think we just passed the two-year mark, which is just uh, crazy, it seems. Um, But when I do take a student on, I want them on a regular schedule. For example... I want to be able to talk to you and say, hey, listen, every Tuesday at 10 o'clock is yours. No excuses. Tuesday at 10 o'clock. I will block out Tuesday at 10 o'clock until you pass your check ride. Tuesday at 10 o'clock is your spot. Getting on that regular schedule. And, and truth be told, I want you, this is, this is a, a totally another topic and could be its own podcast, I often get asked, Jason, what's the minimum amount I should be flying? The minimum is two times per week. You should not even consider starting your flight train until you can fly at least two times per week. Why is that? Let's go back to my theory of Tuesday at 10 o'clock, okay? Well, I look at you and say, okay, every Tuesday at 10 o'clock and every Thursday at 10 o'clock is yours. But here's what's going to happen. 
our Tuesday at 10 o'clock lesson is going to get rained out, or the airplane's going to be down for maintenance, or something is going to happen. Life gets in the way, weather gets in the way, aircraft maintenance gets in the way. Those are the three big things. So if we only fly Tuesday at 10 o'clock and I can't, we have to cancel, that'll be two weeks till I see you again. Whereas if we book at least twice per week, there's still a chance that you'll at least get one flight in. Obviously, we're hoping to do two flights per week, but one is almost a backup in case the other gets canceled. You have to be on a regular schedule. I can't tell you how many times I've seen students, and maybe you can relate to this, that you feel like you're doing the same flight lesson over and over, but you almost need to do the same flight lesson over and over because you spend the first 30 minutes of your lesson going over what you learned on your last lesson. Has that ever happened to you? Where you go up and on your lesson, I like to always use the example, we do steep turns, slow flight, stalls. And we book a lesson next week and then weather gets bad. We book a lesson next week and then, um, you know, it's graduation. And, and, you know, next thing you know, it's three weeks, four weeks since we last flew. Well, what do we go up and do? We're going to do steep turns, slow flight, stalls. And you're not going to be 100% at them because it's been three, four weeks. So I'm going to spend the first 30 minutes of our lesson wasting both of our times, just being honest with you, wasting the instructor's time and wasting your time because if we were on a regular schedule, we wouldn't have to keep recapping old flight lessons and old things we've already done before. We should be proficient on those things and move on. I don't mean to be so hard on that. But that's why it's so important to get on that regular schedule so you don't find yourself repeating flight lessons because of lack of proficiency. Remember, there's a big difference between being proficient and being current. Current happens in the logbook. Proficiency is the skill of the hands to the brain connection uh, and getting that airplane uh, to do what you want it to do. Get on a regular schedule, please. Some other ways to overcome plateaus in your flight train. How about a fresh perspective? Bring in a fresh pair of eyes. Maybe a lesson with another flight instructor is in order. This is actually something I do a lot of, and what a a good portion of that wait list I told you about is made up of is students who say, Jason, I want to come fly with you right before my check ride, or you know, I'm in the area, we're going to be doing a family trip down to Disney, can I come fly with you just to, just to get your opinion on where I'm at? And I work with a lot of, um, as well, can I use the word troubled students? I don't know if that's the right phrase to use, but I work with a lot of students who come to me and say, Jason, my instructor just will not solo me. Can you, can, can I come fly with you and you can tell me, is it me? Am I really that bad or is it them? And I can tell you, I'm no miracle worker, certainly, but nine out of 10 people that come down to me for the day, by the end of the day, I've soloed them. And a lot of times it's a fear of their instructor soloing them. It's a a lack of confidence from the instructor instilling in them. And unfortunately, in some rare cases, there's a little bit of milking the old wallet um, in some cases. It's important to get a fresh perspective. And it doesn't have to be with me. I just use that as an example because I can relate to it. It can be with another instructor at that flight school. I'd prefer it's in your airplane. Um, If if that's not possible, you know, that's fine. You should be proficient in other aircraft as well. But a fresh 
perspective is so nice. I It's mandatory for me, for my students to go up and fly with somebody else before the check ride because you know what? I don't know it all. A good pilot is always learning after all, right? So I don't know it all. I'll send my students up with another local instructor to go and get proficient and see where they're really at and have them put them through the ringers. That's what I like to do. A fresh perspective. You know, it's so important with all this that we avoid taking a step back because oftentimes we'll reach this plateau and we feel like, oh my goodness, I'm just never going to solo. Or, oh my goodness, he or she is never going to sign me off for my check ride. And we almost get resentful and we end up taking a step back. You take a step away from that pl- plateau. Rather than, than facing it head on and overcoming it and turning that plateau into a climax of a mountain and a success, we oftentimes take a step back, which isn't always the right course of action because in flight training, taking a step back means staying on the ground four, five, six weeks and, and not doing anything. Now, you can stay on the ground and go crush it on the ground school portion and get the knowledge you need in your head and chair fly, but we can't let that skill set that we've spent so much money and time to build, we can't allow that to erode. That's what's important. Avoid taking a step back. You know, if you find yourself at a plateau, though, sometimes, like we talked about the ground studies, that's great advice. Maybe your plateau is you haven't soloed yet. Why haven't I soloed yet? Great question to ask your instructor. There's usually two reasons you haven't soloed yet. Uh, The first one is your landings, first off, simply just aren't up to par. It's usually the most common. Uh, The second, and sometimes it's usually a combination of poor landings and poor radio communications. It's one thing to make all your radio calls in the traffic pattern at an uncontrolled pilot-controlled airport when it's just you. It's another thing when you add other aircraft to the mix. Or tower throws you a little kink and there's more airplanes in the mix as well. How do you respond to that? Because simply soloing an airplane, guys, is not the, uh, it's not the act of, can I get this plane off the ground and back down safely? It's the decision-making process that goes through this. In fact, I had a good conversation with Scott. Scott is our director of sales and marketing here at M0A.com. He also heads up our CFI referral program. In fact, many of you are online ground school members because of that CFI referral program. Um, And Scott was talking with the flight school, and the flight school said, listen, you're going to think we're crazy, Scott. And trust me, we're all about crazy ideas. We're we're crazy uh, a little bit ourselves. And the school said, we don't solo students until all requirements have been met. All dual requirements, dual night cross country, dual cross country, anything dual, FAA hour-wise, three hours a hood, three hours a night, everything has been met to the last minute when the only thing that is left is the solo time. And he brought up a great point. He said, the reason we do that is because if I have a student who's, you know, coming into, you know, land or doing pattern work, and let's say there's an accident of another aircraft and tower closes the airport. What's my solo student going to do? Well, if you solo students in the traditional manner, he said, they're going to be fumbling their way over to another airport and hopefully figuring it out. 
However, if you've already accomplished, you've already done your cross countries, you've already learned how to get flight following, you've already learned how to enter the pattern in other airports, you've been to a lot of those other airports, you know how to make diversions already. And it's a non-event. Because again, soloing is not the act of, can I land this airplane safely? Stop looking at it like that. Soloing is the decision-making process. Am I making smart decisions? Should I have gone around there rather than bouncing the airplane in three times? You can go around on any phase of flight. Keep that in mind as well. Plateaus in your flight training, they are going to happen. You need to attack them head on. If you struggle with it, like let's say it's landings, become a master of that subject. The first episode of the Private Pod Podcast talked about landings and talked about our book, The Secret to Perfect Landings. Go find that episode if you haven't listened to it already. Become a master of that subject that's causing your plateau on the ground. Maybe you feel your flight instructors causing the plateau. Maybe it's time for a fresh perspective. But one thing we can control is getting on that regular schedule. Talk to your flight instructor. Listen, I want every Tuesday at 10. That is my spot. Don't give it up. I want you to put a, uh, I'll send you a calendar invite. And it's a repeating calendar invite that every Tuesday at 10 is my spot until further notice. And sometimes you just, you've got to do that for aircraft availability, for your sanity, for, for booking life, because life happens sometimes. Get on a regular schedule, overcome plateaus in your flight training. Guys, if you have questions for me, I encourage you to go to m0a.com, click the ask Jason a question, the support button there. You know, you'll get a reply from me or a great team here at m0a.com. Do check out Ground School Academy. Com. You love our YouTube videos, you love our podcasts, well, no doubt you're going to love our online ground school. Guys, go kick butt, overcome the obstacles and the plateaus in your flight training, and most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.